Hey everyone, welcome back to Thoughts with Friends with Anna, Natasha, and Cheyenne. Today, we will be discussing sexism and its effects on both men and women. Sexism, which is really any societal expectation based on gender, can be observed in many ways. It's primarily seen through toxic masculinity and the harsh expectations of femininity in today's society. So my book, which is combated Happy Birthday by or Whatever, is about a Korean family who comes to America or to the U.S. And it's mostly about their daughter and how she's being raised um, more American. And the specific chapter that I wanted to talk about today was called Period Peace. And she talks about how she was a late bloomer during puberty in terms of height, breast and butt development, and her period. And she thought that she wasn't a woman until she got her period, which shows that being a woman to Annie is much more important than it sounds. And it also shows that she feels pressured by society to get her period, but can't get it because she's a late bloomer and that's not how her body works. And I remember when I got my first period and I thought it was really cool. So I can kind of relate to this in a way. Um, But now, and I think most of my friends will agree, and I think you guys can agree as well, I hate getting it. And Annie says (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the book, I felt exactly the same as before, except now I was wearing something that felt like a diaper. So much for being a woman. And I just thought this chapter was really funny, but I also related it back to sexism because society thinks that, you know, getting your period kind of makes you a woman. Yeah, I find it really weird that we glorify something that's just (laughs) so kind of excruciating. Like, it's painful, it has all these other side effects. And but somehow it's like this requirement to be respected. Yeah, and along the same lines, I think it's kind of funny how like period talk and just like sex talk in general is so taboo. Like you're not really supposed to talk about it. Yeah. Compare or just not compare. Mm -hmm. Just talk about it in general. But it's something that's seen as super incredibly important to women in like religions and in society. But we can't talk about it. Yeah, I find that really weird, too. Like, guys can talk about pretty much what, whatever, but if we start talking about our bodies, like, all these guys get uncomfortable. Like, have you ever seen the yeah. word tampon around a guy? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that's pretty interesting. But, I mean, it, if you think about it, it does seem to stem yeah, from a place I of agree. sexism. It's like society. getting your period is kind of like a rite of passage for a girl. It's like that transition from a girl to a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I feel like there are other things that we could really um, define that by. Like, sure, if you're talking about biologically, that makes total sense. But, I mean, I feel like women in today's society should be judged more by their, you know, like, responsibility and all that stuff. Like, character traits. I really don't think that people should be judged by their (laughs) sexual reproductivity. Yeah, and um, along those same lines, like, I think that um, sexism for men and sexism for women are pretty intertwined, even though they, they're just, they have such different expectations. Like, um, I think the language and word choice we use plays a large role, like, in just the, di- in the dynamic between men and women, especially, like, in my book. Um, Kasher in the Rye. It's really interesting because you get to see this this um, young man grow up, and it starts at the age of like four. He starts talking about his memories, 
And um, you see him as a teenager start to refer to women or like those around him, not as girls, but like when he's talking to his friends, he'll say, oh, bitches or oh, this bitch, instead of just saying the word, you know, like girl. (laughs) And it's so weird. It's just odd to hear. And it's, um, it's something that's really common amongst his friends. And there's not really a purpose to it. It's not like, oh, they're being mean and he, like he's saying it in a derogatory way. It's just he doesn't feel the need to speak about women in this in a respectful way. Um, and I think part of that feeds into rape culture and sexism, you know? Um, and uh, I think part of that is just about toxic masculinity itself. Um, how there's not a lot of help like healthy verbal communication between um guys a lot of times like um the the main character in my book he and his friends will physically fight each other like you know sometimes boys kind of mess around or something like that and kind of pretend to punch each other but like he would actually fight his friends and kind of like like actually try to assert dominance instead of just using words and like his friends would call him fats like because he was fat it w- they would tease him endlessly and that was kind of his name um and it's weird because you saw earlier in the book he had this friend um richard and he would talk really openly with this guy they would even talk about like their oh uh, experiences with masturbating for the first time like they were really <laughs> open um a little too open at times like <laughs> didn't really want to hear all that but it was um, you know like he felt comfortable talking about it with this guy and then as he got older like he didn't even want to say that he was scared to be like running through this um train tunnel like he was scared for his life but he didn't want his friends to look at him as a wimp which i think is just so powerful and it's not something that you really think of a lot but i think it's important to keep in mind that like um while obviously like sexism for women is really important it's also important Um, to keep in mind that men and guys just really um, don't always have the healthiest relationships and a lot of that is due to societal expectations of like being um, really confrontational but also not being very emotional and there's just a lot of bad um, kind of just too much pressure to be a certain type of person and it's important to Mm -hmm. let people kind of be their own person. I think that one of the things that you were talking about was like in the subtlety of languages was it was also something that we talked about during class Mm -hmm. with like a documentary about just like the subtlety of words and how that feeds into rape culture and toxic masculinity. But in terms of, yeah. But in terms of my book, um, the character all the different characters in my book which is they're there they don't have a fatherly figure in their life and all they have is their mother and because of that it kind of forces the mother to do what's expected to take care of her children but she also needs to get a job because she's the only caregiver in the family right but at the same time everyone sees it as her sole responsibility to take care of the children so in that case, it's kind of like double standards. But along the same lines, it's also kind of empowering to see how, I mean, yes, it's kind of her job as a mother, 
just like it's it would have been their father's job to stay there for the children but she's kind of doing this all by herself even if she doesn't need to and um in one of the chapters um one of the boys he his brother gets killed in a car crash and all the fatherly figures like the uncles or the men that stay over they're kind of portrayed to be as alcoholics and just abusive in general and they kind of they get in fights a lot the characters against them trying to protect their mother and i think one of the most interesting parts in relation to toxic masculinity was how the character whose brother got killed his name was Dean Oxiden um he was sending emails to his dead brother and he was talking about things like hmm. and the end of the book so far it seems like there's going to be some sort of robbery or something happening at a powwow and he was the one he's a smart kid but he feels like he has to dumb himself down in front of our others so he kind of fits into that role and doesn't go too far out of what's expected of him and he just wants to be like another one of the dumb kids who are always high on weed but how he actually likes learning he's super interested in science and that was how he made the 3D printed gun that they're going to use in the powwow oh wow hmm yeah i find it really interesting like just the real the level of subtlety in it like it's yeah. so ingrained in all of us you know that it's not like he made this conscious decision to be like okay i'm going to be right. dumb in like 3 2 1 you know like it's just kind of you feel like you have to do this even if you don't really register it at the time like you just kind of shift who you are or your role amongst other people thanks for talking with me you guys um i think that's all we have time for today Um but thank you so much Bye. for joining us on Thoughts with Friends. Bye.